Right. What's up, everybody? Episode 163 of the 580 show. As you see, got a whole different cast here this week. Josh handed over the reins to me, uh, the 580 show. So we're going to preview the Olympic City Pro-Am. Myself, Tyler Gustafson, Tyler Kacharski, Brando, and Rosa Linda Barrett. Hi, guys. Uh, joining us from Colorado Springs. Yep. 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 So we want to do... A promo, uh, an episode talking about the show. We're all competing. We have the the show promoter. So let's get into some of the details. So uh, thank you all for joining. Um, you know, let's uh, let's start with what what was the idea behind the show? Like, what made you say we want to host a pro in? Um. So uh, back in August of last year, we hosted Colorado's Strongest Man and Woman, um, and that was our first ever show that we've hosted and it, uh, it was a big success. Um, so we've been in our gym a year next month. And so like we, we've kind of been in the game a while as athletes, this is her first full year of competing and I competed back in 2020. So I've been doing it for a little bit off and on, mm -hmm. um, but we've been more on the business side of things for quite a while. And so when we hosted Colorado strongest man and woman, um, we had a lot of fun promoting it. She's the brains behind the operation. So she had a lot to do with like, you know, finding the right sponsors and that's things the way like to do it, right? Let yeah. somebody let somebody qualified with the brains run it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. I, I'm an artist at heart, so I really enjoy doing all the graphics and okay. promoting in that sense. So with that being said, with all the promoting we did for Colorado Strongest. Um, we had it uh, streamed by ADL and we had over 300 spectators at this small little CrossFit gym and we had no clue that was going to happen. Wow. Okay. So that was yeah. a lot of people to, to accommodate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's to answer your question. That's kind of where it, it, it stemmed from. So we're like, okay, well, if we could do that with a small show, let's see what we can do with a bigger capacity show. Um, and it was her idea to actually do the, uh, event at the Colorado Springs event center, just because we're, we're anticipating a lot more spectators and obviously a lot more athletes. So, awesome. yeah. Yeah. So, so that leads me to two questions. So there is also a local show, right? There's an amateur show and there is the pro-am, right? Can you elaborate on that a little bit? So the, the pro-am is going to be in the evening and the amateur show is going to be in the morning. Okay. So we're going to break it up a little bit so that the amateurs can have their time in the morning and then hopefully stick around for the pro-am and just kind of make it a, a full day event. Sure. And uh, with it being at the event center, it was kind of Linda's idea to offer booth spaces to vendors. So, you know, with this being an all day event, we wanted to you know, attract the spectators too, and keep them engaged the whole time too. So um, just kind of involving the amateurs, I think allows for, you know, anybody who wants to kind of get to where you guys are at in the sport to, you know, kind of experience what that kind of large scale event might be like, because I feel like as an athlete going to an event like that is completely different than just a, a, you know, like a 60 athlete cap show at a, at a gym or something like that. So. 
Yeah, and I think I think an important part of that is too is that when you have the amateur show, um, it gives a chance to have everybody involved with the with the event, right? You're not excluding anybody because you're not running such a high tier show that everybody has a place to compete, and I think that's important too. That's one thing that Josh always talks about, and uh, you know he makes a big emphasis to. I want everybody who wants to do my show to be able to do my show, right? And and I'm sure you feel the same way. Absolutely, so, yeah. Um, so the uh, the next question I have then is, what can we expect for the venue? You mentioned the booth. Um, how big is this venue? Do you expect that we will fill it? Um, you know, what what do you think about that? <laughs> it's like it's it's huge. It's forty thousand square feet. Okay, um, it's big. Yeah. Have, you know, like we have our setup, all we'll have the stage kind of in the middle where all the athletes are. And then there's a whole complete different athlete area for everyone to warm up and eat and relax. Yep. Uh, but there's space for everything. Like when we were in the brewery, we were kind of crunched in because we absolutely didn't expect to have 300 <laughs> people in sure. a brewery or in a, you know, CrossFit gym, there's a brewery right on the other side. And um, so here we hope that we're going to fit everybody at the same time. Everybody can sit down everybody can see the athletes be able to have space to walk around at the booths and you know it's a huge there's a huge area for the athletes to warm up and relax away from everyone yeah and that was that was super important to us sure. you know we have an athlete warm-up area at the crossfit gym which a lot of the athletes appreciated you know just mm -hmm. to to be away they didn't have to be in with everybody or you know right up against the people that were yeah, up for their yeah Wow, so it's it's forty thousand square feet. You said, yeah, it's giant. That's <laughs> enormous. So there is is it stadium seating? There's no seating actually. Okay, so it's just a big open it's floor. Okay, they have expos and things like that. Yeah, so sure. we have to get seats in there and put in seats, and you know we're gonna put yeah, whatever certain amount three hundred seats in there, and then you know, people can mill around and walk around and stand around. I don't think I ever sit when I'm watching the competition. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah. right. <laughs> especially when you're there with, with your friends and other fellow competitors that, you know, right. You want to, you want to watch and you want to be cheering them on and, you know, you want to be involved with the event. So I could totally appreciate that. Um, yeah. So that sounds, that sounds awesome. I mean, Gus Kacharski, what do you guys think about that? Like that's, I, I'm just picturing you walking. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> Go, Gus. I was say, I just imagine it being like kind of a larger scale nationals in a way, yeah. because the way that they've right. set it up, Strongman Corp, the last couple of years, it's been in a big open area like that, spaced out, athlete area, competition floor, seating. Right. Yeah. So I just imagine that on a huge scale with a lot. You know, I mean, it's just, I, it sounds awesome. I'm just excited to be there for it. Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely excited too. I'm checking out the dimensions right now of the hall and the athlete area. Yeah, that's one thing that huge. I want to do too. I'm going to ask Dante when he edits the episode, I'm going to ask him to paste in the picture that you shared on the Instagram yeah. page. And that kind of shows the layout. So yeah. we kind of knew a little bit about that, but I wanted to give you a chance to elaborate on it. You can check it out on the Instagram yeah. page too. Um, uh, uh, the next question I have, is there going to be a live stream? I assume so, but I just wanted to see, you know, yep. what, yeah. So, so really cool kind of story about that. I'm, I'm super proud of Don at ADL okay. and I don't know how much you guys are following him and what he's doing, but he just secured the Arnold UK and then he's also doing giants live. And so in uh, Las, Las Vegas, okay. so like, uh, originally he had been, you know, after Colorado's strongest man and, and woman, he realized, okay, well, you know, if you guys can pull this kind of, uh, you know, attention to your shows, I'll definitely be here next year. 
And so we had already planned to do Olympic City. Uh, I think we announced it like a week before Colorado's Strongest Man and Woman even happened. And so we were planning on having uh, Don with ADL, but he's got bigger and better things to do. I mean, not that Olympic City's not great, but I mean, he's worked his way respectively way up there pretty mm-hmm. quick. So he actually recommended uh, Venom and Valor, and they're okay. out of Arizona. And so what's going to happen with that is they're going to do the live stream for us. They're going to have, I think he said five cameras for the show. And then for that, uh, ADL wanted to kind of give back to what we've done with them and, you know, kind of our partnership that we've had. So uh, the, the event will be on the back end of ADL. So actually uh, Venom and Valor will live stream it. And everybody that wants to watch and everything like that will go to ADL's website and they're going to basically be the host for the show. Mm-hmm. So to buy the live stream there. Um, once he gets the landing page done for the show, we're going to do a special where you can buy the live stream for 50% off at $5. And then awesome. it's pretty close. We'll go, we'll just yeah. go to the $10 range. But I feel like, you know, the relationship we've built with Don over the couple, last couple of years, we just want to keep that. And um, so, yeah, you'll be able to buy the live stream on ADL. And as soon as I talk with Don and he lets me know that that landing page is available on his website, then we'll announce that and we'll give that to all the athletes so that the family and friends can all watch from afar. So, sure. yeah, we definitely thought that was an important uh aspect of the show for sure definitely well i mean i i I can speak for us i mean we're from pennsylvania and we're flying out to compete so i mean i'm sure that we're going to have friends and family here that are going to want to have the live stream playing while we're competing right so when you run when you run a show of that level i think the importance of that becomes much higher just because people are traveling from so far away so Absolutely. Oh, and it's a great way to grow the sport too for anybody that can't be there, right? And kids watching, things like that. You know? And I think most people are okay with spending a little bit of money on on a live stream, yeah. especially with the quality. Like we're we're all familiar with ADL because we did national uh, strongman court nationals. Awesome. So we did it in October and they did the live stream while we were there. So uh, what was the name of the new company again? Yep. Venom. Venom. Venom and Valor. That's cool that he's kind of bringing them into, and yep. it's not not creating competition with them, right? But yeah, he's they- like, hey, you know, like I see that you're trying to make this happen, so, um, you know, how about I? How can I help you work this out, right? It, it's not, not, uh, you know, crabs in a bucket keep everybody down. Like, hey, sure. I'll, I'll push you in there too. So that's 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 really cool. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we got T-shirts, right? That's my last thing before I before I bore everybody else. <laughs> we got T-shirts for the prize pool. Do you want to give a quick shout out and rundown on that? Um, the, the T-shirts for the prize pool. Uh, are you talking yeah. about like, the custom shirts? Yeah. So, yeah. um, so that that was kind of a one-off thing that I wanted to try to do to raise a little bit of extra money for the athletes. Um. We put in our own money. So originally you guys saw that 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 meter that we made was at $2,000 for the prize pool. Not all of that was from shirt sales. Mm -hmm. However, we got a significant amount of shirts um, done. Um, 
and we talked kind of behind the scenes. I got to do a custom one off for you guys, which was a cool idea that you had yeah. with three athletes competing. And okay, uh, yep. And uh, so the the shirts I thought was kind of a cool thing to show. Like, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it was a cool thing to offer the custom shirts um, with the last names on them. So it did well. Uh, it's kind of slowed down a bit. I am actually going to say that we're going to promote one last time that there will be kind of a last run for these custom shirts and then we're going to kind of cut it off. Yeah. So you guys, Gosh, if you want don't to, forget, man, I've been slacking. The question is, <laughs> are you shipping them out or are we pick them up at the comp? No, you we'll ship them out. Um, uh, I, I know I mentioned a little bit on my social media that these shirts are just done by me at the house and my wife. Yeah. So it's kind of like one at a time. I'm pressing <laughs> shirts out. And, you know, I was working on them today, actually. I busted out like 20 shirts. So, um, so yeah, get your shirt orders in soon because there's going to be a last run for them. Um, maybe, you know, I, I think at least... I want to say at least a couple weeks, maybe a few weeks that we're going to do this last run of shirts, because what happens is I got to order these uh, DTF sh transfer sheets separately from the athlete transfers for the last names. And so I just want to get that all done before I finish up all the athlete shirts, because what I still got to do is print off all the sponsors that are going to be uh, sponsoring the show. And that's kind of the last step. So I'm putting together the shirts, kind of how things go. Um, so I don't know if you guys just saw, but we recently announced a new sponsor and it's Rev mm -hmm. Clinics. Yep. Yeah. Um, so they're going to be a sponsor on the shirt. And we're just kind of trying to secure these last sponsors for the show, at least by the end of February, so that we can have these shirts finalized and everything. Sure. So, yeah, I, that was a cool idea to kind of raise a little bit of money for the athlete. Yeah. And I think I think most people want the option to be able to support their friend or their family member, right? Like if you give them a chance to get a, a shirt with their family member or friend's name on it. Most yeah. people are like, yeah, that's really cool. I want to support that, right? Yeah. So yeah. is there going to be an option on the website to pick it up at the competition? I think that's a good question. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, that's because then you don't have to worry about shipping. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. actually, you know, you saying that is like bringing to my attention how much time we have on our hands and how much time that actually might save. So cool. I, I will absolutely take that into consideration. Yeah, Linda's they're already giving us a couple shirts anyway, right? Or giving us one shirt. So what's it if we just add the rest of them to it? it if that's people want them shipped, they can get it sooner. If not, hey, pick it up at the show while you're here. That's awesome. I like that idea. Sure. Yeah, so, that's a very, very good idea. I'm yeah. completely open to that. So thank you. Cool. Yeah. All right. We've talked about it now. Let's get into the events, right? Yeah. The events are Log Ladder. Yep. An axle deadlift, nine inch on wheels. Is that right? Yep. A yoke, farmer's carry down and back, and a stone Pikes Peak stone series. Yeah. Make I, sure I get that right. Can you guys you see that in the background? Yeah. Yes. Oh, there uh, it is. Yeah, there that was uh, coined by one of our founding members, uh, Colton Smith. He came up with the Pikes Peak Stone series. Um, and I thought it was just a real, real easy thing to just change the order of how yep. the stone 
loaded and it's super cool looking and everything like that. We just had a member in the gym. I don't know if you guys know uh Darren uh Heltums, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. Forgive is he me. the guy from World's Strongest Opinions? Yes. Yeah, okay. He okay. just loaded the 440 stone down there at the end. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Nice. And he he told me easy peasy. So nice. uh, as blown away as I am by that, you know, I'm sure we're going to see some cool stuff happen with this uh, stone yeah. series. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely cool. had a note. I wanted to talk about the Pikes Peak. So that that's really cool. And it's also cool because it's specific to your area. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and I, I like when shows do that, like specifically here at 580, when we run a show, we include a bridge because our show there's bridges everywhere around Pittsburgh. Right. Because there's so many rivers. So the, the bridge frame that we have is always included in our show in some way, shape, or form. So yep. we think that's cool. Like, they used to do that a lot in the World's Strongest Man shows. Not yep. so much anymore, but um, def I always thought that was pretty cool. So Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if you figure out how to do that without, you know, manipulating an event too much where it's like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> you know, like, I feel yeah. like these one-off events need just a little more thought. Yeah. Um, whereas yeah. something like this, it's just a simple, simple change. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. Totally um, so agree. That, my wife and I, um, as much as we like to compete locally, we like to travel too. So we'll have to make it out to one of your guys' shows. That'd be awesome. We have, yeah. we have a regional in June. Um, it's June 1st is the strongman corporation regional. And then we always run one in December too. Um, we just did that one, Tyler Kacharski and I actually just competed in December. So, um, yeah. We yeah, and then I, I Gus actually was our judge, so <laughs> you know we're all kind of interconnected, which is pretty yeah. cool. So, yeah. um, so the first event is a log ladder. Um, do you care to go into the details about the choosing of the weights? I mean, we know what are the implements and what are the weights for each of the classes, if you would. So what do you mean by choosing of the weights? Like, like when, what, when you're looking at a weight selection, what made you choose three logs? Like how did oh. you decide we want to make sure that this is heavy enough for people gotcha. of a pro amateur level? Right. Gotcha. I have kind of the same point there because these weights are like, like if you look at the past world strongest man's, like these are up there. Like the sure. final log, like world strongest man a few years back was like a 400 pounder. Yeah, so here's like, these thousand pound yoke like those are top level stuff there yeah. so i'm just wondering like the thought process behind going there okay so with the log uh linda and i love press and we we've kind of talked about that before i mean making these logs was kind of just a dream oh, come in the background. Cool. over there mm -hmm. okay cool so like uh pressing is our favorite so a log will probably be in every one of our shows Respect. Uh, it's in a medley or something like that. We'll have the logs in the shows. Um, but also um, Colorado specifically has a lot of strong pressers. And so I based a lot of the, the, the weight matrix off of Colorado. Um, we're coming up in the game, but also not only that, um, I felt like, I mean, this might just be me, but I feel like there's several local shows that are so light, you know, and it's very unattractive. Yeah. So I feel like if you have a comp where you have super heavy weights, it's like, damn, this show's going to push me and I know it will. Yeah. So regardless of what happens at the show, I'm probably going to PR all day, you know, no that's kind of 
this. So I, I really want to push athletes and just kind of open the eyes and be like, okay, you know, maybe I'm capable of more than I think, yeah. which is a lot of time what happens, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I can say what you're saying there with, you know, we really want to push ourselves. That was a, lar- a big factor in us choosing to sign up for the show was when we looked at it, we said, man, like this show, this show is going to be tough. I mean, a 400 pound log on a third log, a 400 pound log for me would be a 30 pound PR. Awesome. I mean, so if I'm able to hit this in a three log ladder, I mean, I'm going to be ecstatic, you know? So, but I don't, I don't think you're out of the question with the weight you chose. I mean, you're signing up for a pro-am show, right? And um, I, I think the weights are more than reasonable. Um, but I w- I'm just curious if, if other competitors um, see that 400 and go, yeah, I want to get after that, specifically for the super heavyweights, I right? Think so. I, I want to go after that. I mean, I'm nowhere close. My logs sure. may be at like 325, 330 mm-hmm. if I were to prep for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, if I had the opportunity to be in a show where the, that that max log was – or that top log was 400, exactly. I mean – I. I I would know for sure that a PR is going to be there somewhere, no you know, and uh, um, I don't know. I, I just feel like, like you said, you know, uh, it, it drew your guys's attention because mm-hmm. the show was heavy. But I think what happens is you see these kind of numbers at the big level shows like world, yeah. like you said, uh, world's strongest man mm-hmm. and, you know, things like that where, okay, this is a show where anyone can sign up for, like, let's go try to do these things, you know, like, especially the yoke, you know, I feel like those yoke numbers are kind of like the, the numbers everybody wants to hit, you know? Sure. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Gus, you're, you're a big log presser. I think that's fair to say you've hit a 400 pound log. Yeah. Oh. I know you're trying to fly. I mean, Gus won the log event at nationals this year for the super heavyweight class. He was the outright winner of the class. So, I mean, to say that he's a good log presser is not uns- unsubstantiated. He is, but I mean, what do you think about this, Gus? You you've done this. I mean, what? How do you see this challenge? I think the biggest. I think the, there's going to be a major separator. It's going to be whoever can do the first two logs the fastest is going to be the first jump, and then whoever gets all three, uh, it's going to be good points regardless. And just to be sure, is there is there split times on the log? Um, yeah. So I started to think about that more because I guarantee there will be more than one 400 pound presser. So I was thinking, well, now it's too late to be like, okay, the last log is for reps, which would be crazy. And so I think, yeah, split times kind of makes sense. Okay. <laughs> and maybe next year, you know, but yeah. I think that, uh, like you said, I think the, like I've seen a lot of people being like, uh, should I viper these logs and, you know, to get to that law, you know, so sure. I don't know. It's, um, Honestly, I feel like there's several emails we still got to send out to clarify things like that, along with deadlift opener weights, things mm-hmm. like that, the mm-hmm. the details that need to be shared. Um, so I will get back with you on that. But like the split times kind of does make sense, because as far as I know, as far as some of the athletes I've been following, I know there's going to be some 400 pound pressers. Okay. So it's going to be like, who does it the fastest? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. So I just say, if you do, if you do those three logs in 30 seconds and then another guy takes 70 seconds, just right. before the team quits, like to me, the first guy who did it in 30 seconds is, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the only way. I mean, it's obviously not my show. That's just my thinking. <laughs> on it. That's, that's what makes sense to me. Yeah. yeah. I've done, 
I've done medleys before where they didn't do the times and where I would have literally podiumed, but they didn't do the yeah. time. Like, yeah. shoot. Well, that's, that's you know. Yes on sweat times. Yeah. Yes. So yes on sweat times. We'll just go with the big fat yes. Yeah. Cool. I have um, one more question about the log. Let's hear it. With the 400 pounder, is that actually 12 inches around? Because that thing looks massive. It's, <laughs> well, it might be a little bit intimidating, but yes, it's it's uh, it's just over 12 inches. Okay. What's what? What's the handle widths on that? The last log. So the handle widths are actually from Slater. I can't remember the exact width, but I want to say 27 inches. Uh, or wait, yeah, right. Yeah, it's I. I actually reached out to Steve Slater for his dimensions on the handles and the the distance and everything like that. So that should be pretty accurate. Um, and just so you guys know, uh, with hosting Colorado's strongest man and woman and those logs being in the show, I heard nothing but good things about how these logs feel when you clean and press them. So. I guarantee you guys are going to love the logs. Um, a cool kind of backstory on the logs. How much? 24. The Slater logs. Okay. So, um, but yeah, the, the um, backstory about the logs is um, we had a mitigation company uh, chop down a couple trees for us. And then we could only find one place in Colorado who had a lathe big enough for these. Oh, wow. logs. So they were actually laid out and, um, the guy is an incredible woodworker and a kind of a really cool thing. He posted a, I think it was like a seven second video of the, the log, the 12 foot log on the lathe or, and wait, eight, eight feet, eight foot log. It was the lathe. And it was, he went from like 2000 followers to like 48,000 followers. No way. <laughs> that is crazy. That's, that's so, awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Cool. And then uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of Scrap Masters Custom Welding. I can't yeah. say I have. Okay, yeah. well, he did the hardware for the logs. And okay. so it's kind of all a team effort. And then we have a member here whose stepdad has a woodworking shop. And he kind of whittled out the the handle space for the logs and set every set all the hardware in and everything. There's some really nice logs. So Yeah, that's there's a cool story behind the piece of equipment too, right? Like that's, that's yeah. really cool. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. So, okay. Well, I'm going to ask Dante um, to clip in the video that you shared of the logs in the ladder um, that you shared to Instagram. So we can post that in here now. Yep. Um, and then the next, obviously I want to move to the next event, the actual deadlift. Yep. Um, so we're going to be set up on tires, which makes me assume that we're going to be on a platform. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. And then, um, so what we're trying to do is uh, reach out to um, uh, like local tire shops to sponsor us some of the wheels and tires. We do have um, eight tires that we've kind of accumulated, and then we've got to weld the uh, plates to attach the tires to the axles. So there's some, unfortunately, there's still some last minute stuff we got to do. But yes, you'll be on a platform and it'll be from at least one set of tires. Depending on the weight class, I'm hoping to have at least two. Ooh, okay. And then a really cool thing that just happened. So for Colorado's Strongest Man and Woman, there's an Instagram page 
uh, called Figures of Strength. And I'm going to shout them out because they got some really cool 3D printed figures. And I found them. uh, They make custom strongman figures, which like it's unbelievable. I'm surprised this company hasn't been found like quicker. But he ironically has a model of a guy um, deadlifting axle tires or an axle deadlift with two tires on each side. And he just sent me the model today. for And because I reached out to him immediately when I saw the mock-up design and I was like, Hey, so you guys are the first ones to hear this, but the, the top heaviest axle deadlift will get a separate trophy for the show with these figures on it. So that'll yeah, kind of a one-off thing that we're doing. So, and if I remember right, Evolution Athletics is going to sponsor the deadlift event too. Is that right? Yeah, so it'll be a cool little package for the heaviest deadlift. Sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, so uh, I think it's fair to say starting weights and jumps are to be determined. You probably don't have that figured out yet. Is that right? Well, we definitely have a rough estimate. We just mm-hmm. need to update that. Send out the email. Um, I think I should go ahead and update it on Iron Podium and then send out the email. Um, So it's just a matter of putting those numbers together and just updating everything. Um, And it's going to be fairly heavy. And um, the way I guess I'll throw this in there now, too, um, we're working with a gym out of uh, Wyoming and it's above the ref uh, above the rest fitness. Above the rest training systems, above the rest training systems, ATR. And he's helping put together like the details of the show. So just so you guys know, and everybody else watching or listening, the deadlift event is going to be held in flights. So we're going to, this is going to be the only event where there's going to be more lanes than the other events so that we can get done with the show on time. Yeah. It's going to be, I think actually seven, six or seven lanes. Nice. Super time crunch. So we need, and this with it being a max event, we need to make sure that these events are done or this event is done within this like 30 to 45 minute time block. So we'll go in flights, kind of powerlifting style. We'll reach out to all you guys as athletes and we'll ask what your opener weight is. Um, if you're going to start in this lane, this lane, or this lane, and then you'll basically be set per lane. So the details behind all that still, there's uh, still more to figure out with that, but that's the one event where we're like, shoot, this, after going over the numbers and stuff like this, in order to get the show done, we're like, okay, this is the one event where we're going to need to have a lot of stuff happening at once. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that that will be awesome too. having that many lifts going at once. Yeah. A spectator is going to have so many things to oh, watch. Right? They're going to have so many options. So that, yeah. that's what really you, cool. What you bringing that up, if you don't mind real quick, sure. move on to the next question. I'm uh-huh. sure we're going to have a 60 foot wide, uh, basically wall of banners. So if you can imagine all those deadlifts in front of the wall of banners, um, with all our sponsors and things like that, it's going to be a really cool spectacle for the spectators, just like you said. So I love when I love when shows do that. Josh has done that at our shows. The class shows do that. OSG does that really well. And I think when done properly, it looks awesome, right? The yeah. production looks great in that for sense. Sure. So yeah, um, definitely. Um, Tyler, Gus, anything on the deadlift? No, I mean it's pretty straightforward for me. I'm yeah. just excited to actually pull 
a debt an axle from the floor. I've yeah. never had to do that after a dozen <laughs> shows. I've never done that. regular wagon wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell the base with it, but I can tell you, I, I this is this is my first prep with an axle from the floor. It is a very unforgiving pull. <laughs> you yeah. know, like if you lose it, if you lose a half inch on your position, it's brutal. So, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. What's we, that? Uh, I was gonna say we actually prepped for almost like six months for a deficit deadlift at a show we did, wow. and uh, she did really well, man. I I can't tell you how how annoying though pulling <laughs> from an axle is for that long. Yeah, but, I can imagine got 300 pounds from a three inch deficit at a show which is just the most brutal deadlift to ask for but no kidding yeah yeah so okay so the next event's the yoke is that right event three is the yoke yep okay and i mean this one's pretty straightforward it's heavy and walk 50 feet right yeah 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 um Okay. Oh, yeah. So another cool thing about the yokes. This yeah. is really cool. I just want to say thank you guys for having us on. That's why we wanted to do this, man. Yeah. Like it really works out pretty great when yeah. when we're on the same page. So for sure. Yep. So uh, Linda and I were we we run a childcare together. Um, so that's our full time gig, which pays for all of this stuff. And I kind of sneak away sometimes to do the gym stuff. Um, so randomly I was, uh, on my way to pick up a deadlift platform for the gym and I get a call from the assistant to the CEO of T nation. Have you guys heard of oh, T? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So apparently all these years I never knew, but the headquarters are here in Colorado Springs. It's just not something they really talk about. So, um, but the guy called me up and his name is Jared, super awesome guy. And he said, hey, the CEO of T Nation found your guys' gym on Google. And as of right now, we're the only strongman gym in Colorado Springs. And T Nation is all about supporting uh, hardcore gyms is how he worded it. Cool. So he called me and I'm on a super tight budget right now with everything we got going on. And I'm going to pick up a deadlift platform that I'm literally paying for. And he's like, Hey, we have this equipment um, that we're selling and we want to know if you guys can buy it. And I'm like, shoot, man, I can only imagine what kind of equipment. Yeah. And I know I can't, but right. I didn't say that. I was like, well, I mean, if I'm, gonna be honest with you i'll do whatever i can i can make some payments towards it and so what he had was what did you think those dumbbells were insert is that insert dumbbells so there's steel fat grip insert dumb dumbbells that he had for sale and it was like 90 pounds to 130 and then he had some yokes some custom uh stainless steel clear-coated yokes and then uh, what was the other one? Just a, a small eight inch custom log. And I'm like, well, I I probably can't afford them. Intech. But Intech, Intech is the dumbbell, not Enzer. Okay. So thank you. <laughs> but um, so I was like, well, I, you know, I I work three jobs. I you know, I'll I'll do whatever I can. If you could let this the owner know that I'll I'll bend over backwards to try to make these work because. When he sent a picture of the yokes, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I need those for Olympic um, kind of thing. And so um, so long story short, we pick up the yokes. And little did I know 
their elite FTS yokes. And I think I've seen one at Untamed Strength recently. They had a competition and I saw one there. And so we have two really awesome yokes that we're going to use for the uh, pro-am portion of the show. And I was just, it was such a blessing because the, the coolest part of the story was I couldn't afford them. And he said, well, the owner wants to know what you would value the yokes at. And I didn't know. And I said my honest opinion. Well, I was like, dumbbells, I have no clue, but maybe each yoke, probably 700 um, and the log, maybe a few hundred. And I said, but if you're asking me, they're invaluable to me. If they were at our gym, I mean, there's no value. It's just they're going to be here forever kind of thing. And so he's like, okay, well, I'll talk to the owner and everything. And I'm here setting up the platform. And he texts me and says, the owner wants to donate these to your gym. No way. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I had to read the text again. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, what did I do to deserve this? What did we do? You know, like, and I think just everything is kind of falling into the place, into place for the program. So, so yeah, really cool story about the yokes also, which is cool. That's way cool, man. That is, that is so awesome. And it worked out perfectly, just like you said. So absolutely, yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Um, you know, I mean, I can remember looking at the, uh, the weight matrix specifically and seeing 1000 pounds on the yoke. <laughs> and I think that's a number that just ev- kind of like a 400 pound log, right? Like everybody sees that number and it's like, Oh man, like, this is a whole new world for us to venture into. For right. Sure. Yep. Yeah. So, and I, I mean, and I, I can't remember what the ladies was, but I believe the middleweight men's was 900 pounds also. Is that right? Yeah. Men's, the ladies is 650. And that's that. A 650 yoke is incredible. <laughs> I mean, that, that's just finishing that run in any of those classes is going to be a feat. So, yeah. And and just, be, yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, it's going to be awesome. I mean, and there's going to be people finishing very quickly. For so, sure. Like, that, that's really exciting too. So, yeah. Um, and uh, one thing that Steve Foshin uh, told me, who is kind of the Strongman Corp uh, lead in Colorado. Okay told me that the important thing is the rule of thirds with competition. So coming up with these weight matrices, you need to make sure that, you know, you just, you need to make sure that some are, you know, going to get here, some are going to get halfway, and then some are just going to blow it out of the water kind of thing, or, or, you know, however it rolls out. But yeah, no, the, the toughest part when you're, when the competition weight is a little bit too light, having that separation is very difficult, right? Like if you have a weight where, where you have 10 people separated by five seconds, is it really the best person one, or is it, they just happen to like, everything happened to go perfectly in that run and you really want it to be the best person did win. Right. Not, Oh, well this person had a great run. So they did well in that event, you know, and there's a balance there, but you know, you want it to be heavy enough to have some separation. Yeah. Especially with the kind of athletes you guys are, you know, you guys are, you guys got a really stacked (laughs) class, which when I started seeing you guys starting to register and everything, I was like, babe, what the heck? (laughs) Which is, it's crazy because there's not a lot of like local athletes. There's some, don't get me wrong, but we got people coming in from all over the nation, which is amazing. And that, that's how a program should be, right? Uh, you're pulling the best talent from across the country. So that's, that's very cool. 
Um, so I think we covered stones first. So the last event, I guess, is farmers. Um, yeah. You know, so uh, I think there's some questions. We've talked about it before. Um, in the listing, it says there's an unlimited attempts during your run, but then it also says that you're allowed one drop, which will be if you have a drop at the end of 50 feet to turn and come back, that will be considered a drop. Could you elaborate on that, please? So I, I guess I may have lost where the unlimited attempts was. So forgive me, but I might need to fix that. But sure. one drop is basically just one drop. If you want to go the full 50 feet, drop it and turn around. That's fine. That was kind of my thought. Yep. Not everybody's great at, you know, turning around with the implement. Yeah. <laughs> it gets a little bit. Crazy. It's a heavy so, weight to be turned around with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You start going all over the place. Um, uh, really got to have a strong core for that. So that was, uh, where did that show it, the, it okay. It's just on yeah. iron podium. Yeah. yeah. It just says it on iron podium. So oh, I, I figured see. that was going to come up. So. Yeah, easy, so what, easy clarification. What, thank you guys for bringing that up because I think what I did when I when I put this information in is I went to the Strongman Corp website and kind of mm -hmm. copy and pasted. Sure. So it looks like I need to edit that out of there. So I appreciate you guys uh, bringing that up because I do I did have some questions with farmers too. Um, so yeah, the one drop is allowed. The unlimited attempts, no. Um, and I did have one athlete say, I believe he's a, a, a hundred, uh, uh, let's see, a 105 athlete. And he said that maybe the weight was too light. Okay. And that's where I was like, well, I'm not going to make people now start training for a heavier weight. So I added the, the, the back and forth because sure. uh, I know I know that's not true for everybody because I know that grip is probably one of the most undertrained events. Um, so I wanted to kind of be like, okay, well, I'll do a little bit extra without making it too heavy. So sure. yeah, we were we were taking we were chuckling because I'm I'm I got baby hands. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, you know, I had a pretty good national show overall. The grip event really cost me a lot in positioning. So we always chuckle about it during training. Like a Burger King hands, probably. Burger King hands, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, well, I got a question looking at the farmer implements. They say they may vary in the designs and the handle should be between one inch and a quarter to an inch and a half unknurled. Now, with it being a head-to-head -head farmers, are each athlete going to have the same implement going up against or is one athlete going to have a different size handle and the other one's going to have a larger size handle, even though it's a quarter inch. So are we what, still playing on an even playing ground with that? Yeah. So that's a very good question. So with it being a head to head event, I definitely want, uh, and we talked about this today, I'm actually going to pick up some farm. Well, I'm having somebody pick up some farmers for me so that they can match what we have here. Okay. So the athletes that'll be head to head, will have the exact same farmers. I just, that's a good thing that we could clarify on Iron Podium as well. Um, the head-to-head -head farmers will be the same farmers. And then I kind of added that in there um, just for the sake of, I don't have, you know, eight sets of the same farmers. So yeah, so the different weight classes are probably going to be using other farmers. Um, and just depending on how many lanes we can squeeze into the athlete stage area, that might change too. So uh, that's kind of like kind of open-ended at this point. I, I want to do the head-to-head head, head -head at 
you know, with some of these events and originally I wanted to do it with more of the events, but with the time management thing, it just wasn't realistic. Sure. So forgive me if that changes, but I figured this would be one event that we could make happen head to head. And yes, they will be the exact same for uh, the athletes going head to head. I never, never want implements to be different for sure. sure. That was my biggest concern reading through the rules. That was definitely my big, cause like, you know, a 13 inch pick with like a fatter handle versus like an 18 inch pick with a thinner handle. Those are like sure. two completely different lifts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's a very good question. I appreciate you guys asking. And we could we could reiterate that on Iron Podium and send out emails just to clarify these kind of things because we want to be fully transparent as promoters. You know, that was part of like, here's the athlete, here's the stage, this is what it's gonna look like. This is you know, the the whole venue and just little things like that. So I guess coming on this podcast definitely helped us out with some of the the you know, questions that people have had. So sure. And I mean, we wanted to talk to you. I mean, we wanted to say like, Hey, you know, we're doing the show. We're really excited about it. Like, like, let's give a full rundown here. You know, we've, we've been training for it for weeks now. Yep. Um, you know, we, we know some of the guys, we don't know all the guys, obviously, um, that are competing. It's going to be awesome to have just such a good group of athletes all coming together. Um, yep. I'm really excited to watch some of the local show too. So, um, you know, and just to see, like, here's some people coming up through that, you know, you never know when you're going to run into people at another show down the road. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's already happened countless times. I've only been competing for a little over two years now. So, it, but it seems like every show you see somebody, you know, you know, yeah. Yeah, and it just that's your path, your your paths cross at some point, you know, no whether on social media or whatever. Yeah. It's like I've seen comp pictures of my first competition, and it's like, whoa, you were in my first competition. <laughs> I knew that, and here we are, like best yeah. friends now, you know. So yeah, I know what you mean, and then it's cool for for you guys, you know. I feel like that's a good point that you bring up because with it being two separate shows you know, say you guys can kind of mingle around, watch the show, you know, go to the booths, talk with people, hang out. But then when those guys are done, then they can watch you. And hopefully at some point you guys can connect with each other. And, you know, those guys are most likely looking up to the big dogs and exactly. you know, they can learn from you and that, yeah. that whole thing. It's, it's nice to be able to watch a show happen, you know, as opposed to competing. I feel like there's, just as much you can learn from watching a show or volunteering for a show than you can just competing. So it'll be cool to have in a mix. Yeah, without a doubt. And it's also cool. I mean, you meet people through Instagram, right? It, there, our country's huge versus some of the other countries, like in the United Kingdom, the, the United Kingdom's so small, people are so close together. The United yeah. States is so big. You, you meet people via, um, via the internet, right? Virtually. And then you, when you finally meet them in person, it's like you're talking to them like you've known them for years because really you have, right? Yeah. So, uh, it's, you know, that's an awesome part too. I always look forward to meeting people in person that I've talked with, uh, whether it be Instagram or however. But, yeah. um, you know, just getting to connect that way is really cool. So Yeah, it's cool, especially, you know, with you saying that, like Linda follows a lot of the strong women. True. And not going to lie, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> she does so she she knew kind of who to reach out to and ask like do you want to compete and things mm -hmm. like that. 
So, you know, but a lot of her friends are actually, you know, out of state and things like that. You want to tell them about Missouri? Like, that's pretty cool. Angela Hatfield. <laughs> I filled. I filled. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> I mispronounced her last name. Sorry, Angela, if you're watching. But... Yeah, but she was in, she competed in Shaw last year. Oh yeah. And, okay. You know, like she's my internet friend. You know, I'm, I'm very new to strongman. So when I actually saw her in person, I like didn't go talk to her, <laughs> So, but you know, we, we invited her, we asked her, so she'll be competing in our show Yep. and in, in the pro women's. Yeah. So she kind of, she kind of promoted like the women that are competing in the pro-am division, which is a few, but there's some, and I feel like they're going to put on a good show, but yeah, the internet is such a powerful tool for no doubt people and uh we actually just connected with dungeon strength and so uh nothing has been solidified yet but we're gonna probably do some uh cross promoting with rainier and kind of teaming up we're gonna sponsor them uh awesome. this year so we're gonna help them out a little bit and hopefully visit them but yeah this was all kind of the power of instagram you know yeah, like no doubt. it's a very powerful tool like you said so well i mean I know I'm excited talking about this makes me that much more excited. Gus Kacharski, do you have any closing comments? You know, we're obviously all looking forward to it, but I'm kind of curious what you guys are thinking. I had two. One, okay. it's I'm still thinking about the women doing a 650, 650 yoke because yeah. I've done 650 yokes at right. open super heavy competitions yeah. multiple yeah. times. So yeah. I just think that's crazy. And then the only other point I wanted to make was we might know, but others might not. What exactly does the pro M qualify you for if you podium? Ooh, Good that's question. Awesome. I'm great. Question. About this on the way here. Yeah, so I'm super glad this is on the podcast because I feel like with Strongman Corp, it's super diluted, um, and there's a lot of questions with it especially from like people coming from USS and stuff like that. So it's not clear, but I have confirmed with Dion masters that for the program, this certainly qualifies you for ASM okay. originally. I was like, Oh, this is an Arnold qualifier. And that I kind of jumped the gun on that. So as far as I understand that you kind of, it seems like, I don't know, forgive me if I'm stating the wrong facts here, but I feel like you kind of got to earn that rank where you're hosting a show and your show qualifies you for Arnold's. Mm -hmm. um, but of course, you know, once you win America's strongest man and woman, then it present, I mean, yeah, then it presents you new opportunities. But I know like with strongman corp, there's kind of different uh, avenues that can go. And I know uh, with Rainier doing their show this year, their show is going to qualify you for um, uh, a show that, jf Corona is doing yeah yep. north america's right yep so this is you know i forgive us if we've like kind of misled some people but i'm glad that you guys asked that question because of course it qualifies you for regionals and then you get your nationals invite and then um asm at the amateur level or at you know uh regionals and then nationals um at the amateur level and then it does qualify you for asm at at the pro-am level yeah so so yeah we just had to work that out and we did talk about sending out the mass email so that everybody is on the same page because mm -hmm. i feel like there was some misinformation early on in the beginning so we apologize for that but sure. so when you're saying that it can qualify you specifically for the pro-am is it the podium I think so. And like I said, so 
Um, I think the podium for sure. I, I wouldn't imagine that anything less than the podium qualify you for ASM. So, yeah. Quick question, though. It says here that you could have a chance to earn your pro card. Yes. Now, is that with the th number one, or is it the top, top three in podium? Top amateur. So, if okay. they, say if a pro gets first, well, I don't know, but if a pro gets first and an amateur gets second, then they get their pro card, is okay. from what I understand. Which I don't I don't think they have to get first. It's the top amateur is uh, the words that are kind of ringing in my head. Of the pros. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and it truthfully, I mean, just to speak kind of candidly, if you are placing ahead of pros, earning your pro card is pretty sensible, right? Yeah, um, you know, it makes sense. You're, or, you're you know, it. Strongest man competitor, Gabe Pena. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We totally did not talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> we should. You know, and that guy is a beast, and he's looking amazing. He's definitely putting in the work, and sure. you know, so um, it's going to be so cool for you guys to all be, you know, up there with him. And I'm sure you guys are going to have a blast. So thank yeah. you, Gabe Pena, if you're watching, listening, or whatever. Yeah. Um, he. He commentated at Colorado's Strongest Man and Woman, so we kind of built that relationship early sure. on. Um, so, yeah, thanks, Gabe. <laughs> I feel like wow. he also attracted a lot of athletes to the show, for sure. Yeah, well, it definitely didn't hurt. I mean, we saw a former World Strongest Man competitor on the list, and we're like, man, we could compete with him? That yeah, exactly. Cool, yeah. Right? Yeah. So, first, I'm sure. Sure. What's that? Let's be serious. You bullied us anyway. Yeah, I, I, I said, I said, yeah. I'm going to sign up. Will you guys sign up with me? And they said, yeah, we'll exactly. Yeah. yeah, We'll get beat so, up all together. Yeah, yeah for sure. Awesome. Well, you know, thank you. I mean, Tyler, do you have anything to wrap up with or Kacharski? I think we covered everything. I right think here. we covered Basically as much as I it. have. I mean, I have all my questions answered, you know, thank you very much for joining us. Um, very much looking forward to coming out to compete. Um, you know, are there any final shout outs you want to give out before we wrap up? Um, yeah, I guess, you know, uh, just definitely shout out to Steve Foshin and Dion masters. They kind of helped me early on, like realize the steps I needed to take in order to do this the right way. And, sure. you know, they worked with us both greatly. Um, so definitely shout out to them. And then of course, shout out to all the athletes who have signed up and supported the show. We can't wait to see you there. Um, shout out to Colorado Springs Event Center for hosting the event. Um, and again, ADL and um, Venom and Valor for the live stream. Um, and uh, just all the sponsors that we're talking to, um, which will be announced, you know, we'll share this podcast with them. So I won't name off every single one of them because there's quite a few, but of course the sponsors. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much all. Like, I feel like, you know, you, we've, like you said, we've answered all the questions. We've kind of gone over the whole entire show and mm -hmm. yeah, just thank you to everybody involved. Yeah. So we're, we are seven weeks out. I can't wait. Everybody. Like this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody that's listening, follow the Olympic city pro-am Instagram page. Please, yeah. um, and you know, if we have more information, maybe we'll regroup again down the road. I want to yeah. thank Josh for letting us take over for the week. You know, yeah, the big guy, the big boy's got a chance to take over and, uh, you know, talk about the competition we're doing. So um, thanks for listening, everybody. And we will see you next week. See you guys. See you guys. Thank you. Yeah.